Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another Nick and Rick podcast. I hope you are enjoying your day, doing whatever you're doing, driving to work, not driving to work, doing homework, whatever it may be. Putting off support raising, mm, maybe. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't put off the things you need to do. That's all I'm going to say. That's, just, that's applicable <laughs> for, for everybody. Whether you're doing homework, whether you're doing your job job, whether you're raising your baby, you know, raise that baby. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, don't not raise that baby. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Double yeah. negative. I got, you got me there. I was like, Hold yeah, up. yeah. I know how, I know double negative is like the back of my hand. <laughs> okay. Sure. You're from the South, though, so I don't, know I don't about speak that. English well, so. <laughs> <laughs> don't speak English good. Just kidding. I speak English so well that I, like, I could speak in only double negatives. And... What's your mom's to college degree? Like, English, right? English. No, yeah. Okay, so you're fine. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, but anyway. Hope you're having a good day, whoever listened. Um, what we finna talk about today? We uh, finna talk about things and mm. Jesus and mm-hmm. Catholic stuff because that's mm-hmm. what this podcast is about. Yep. Uh, no, but more specifically, um, oh, we want to dive into something that oh, honestly doesn't get talked about a lot because I think people don't know what to make of it. I certainly didn't. That's true. The uh, broader topic, too, is something people don't yeah something that i like when i first heard about this did not understand at all okay um but uh for any anyone who's a christopher west fan uh out there i know i am but he in his work uh one thing that he says a lot is that you can sum up the bible in five words god wants to marry you Boom. Yeah, that's kind of like what? That's what the Bible's about? What? That's what the whole Actually, what Christian the life is about? about? Like, yeah. is this what our whole existence is? Because God wants yep. to marry me? Like, Pretty what much. the heck does that even mean, God wants to marry me? Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> It sounds it sounds, <laughs> sounds really weird, strange. Yeah, it's kind of really weird. And the first time I heard it, uh, you know, almost four years ago now, I was like, "What the heck? What does that even mean?" Yeah, I had this <laughs> I had this concept. <laughs> so here's a little story time. So I had this dropped on me one time in a discipleship. Mm-hmm. with an old focus missionary at Mines. Mm-hmm. And this was back in, like, 2017. The good uh, old days. Yeah, the good old days. Like, was that 20? No, that was 2017. The 2017-2018 school year. <laughs> and uh, just, like, going through this random gospel passage. Because this particular focus missionary just, like, showed up this day. And he was like, hey, so today we're like, uh, we're going to read something different. Because usually what we did for discipleship, like we met up in the chapel. Mm -hmm. We would like essentially like do Lexio together and Mm -hmm. then kind of talk about it. But we had been going through, oh, what? Did I walk in on this one? I remember walking in on YouTube once upon a time. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if it was this particular day. Um, I can't remember those specifics, but I do remember that happening. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And we were just like busy. Right. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bye. (laughs) I was like, sorry, don't mean to take up the chapel, but oh yeah. I think it was outside. No, we were outside. Yeah. We weren't in the chapel. But anyway, sorry to go on with Um, this story or this story. Yeah. So we're like, (laughs) I, I don't know. I just like, I am not still to this day. I'm not completely sure if he, you know, I don't think it was like, it was kind of intentional, but not like intentional of like, oh, we're going to dive deeply into this later. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, he, I think it was one of those things of where just like he had found it in the focus stuff and wanted to share it. But even he had no, he like wasn't completely sure. Because I remember he's like going through this. We're going through this passage. Don't even remember some of the gospels. And then he like just brings this up. He's just like, yeah, so, you know, like, he's like, something I've been, you know, he's like, (laughs) talking, he's like, you know, something that I had introduced to me recently, and like, he's like, I'm still working my way through this, because I don't fully understand it, but like, Mm -hmm. he's like, something that someone, I think it was like, I don't know, whoever his like, staff mentor was, or whatever, he was like, they brought up to me, and told me that like, 
we're supposed to be brides of Christ. And mm-hmm. he was like, I still don't know exactly what it means. And I was sitting there like, okay, yeah. Well, I definitely don't. I have no idea <laughs> what the heck. I was like, what does that mean? That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never heard that before. Like, what is this? I think, I, I don't know. I was like, is this like some yeah, that is secret thing I've never heard of before? Now all of a sudden, Focus is bringing this into my life. I was like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And then we never really talked about it after that. <laughs> happens. And, exactly, it happens. And so, uh, over the past four years, though, that's the funny thing, is that, like, that day, that, that one day of discipleship... Mm-hmm to this day was super impactful for me because that was just something that like struck me so profoundly that I never let go of it. Like, I think there's some things where, you know, I hear about it. I'm like, okay, I haven't really heard that before, but then Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I can, I can like, you know, through time, like logically come to understand it. And then I'm not concerned about it anymore. Okay. Oh, so this one was totally like, what the hell is going to mean type of thing. This has stuck for so long. Um, Okay. And honestly, like, when I first started to come to understand it even a little better, like, maybe over, like, maybe, like, a a couple years ago. Um, But especially, I'd say in the past year, I've really come to understand it a lot better. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, one of those things that, like, (laughs) <laughs> if I could tell that focus missionary like how profoundly that has changed my life mm-hmm. like he'd be like oh okay because I <laughs> haven't funny. talked to him in a while yeah. um, but I'm so grateful that he brought that up to me because honestly it's something that has like radically changed my relationship with Christ mm-hmm. of trying to come to understand what does it mean that we in some some like aspect of the spiritual life have to become Christ's bride. And lo and behold, like Christopher West, of course did a video on it a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I think at at this point I kind of like understood it a little bit. Uh Um, And he just like, it's a nice, it's like a 12 minute video. It's not too Mm -hmm. long. And it's just so good. So, so, so good. Um, and so, yeah, I think, like, I wanted to talk about this topic because that video, it was inspiration. I was like, okay, like, uh, honestly, this is a good thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is probably a good time to talk about it, um, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, having just served a year with the Culture Project and um, coming back for a second year. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, our, our mission is really driven by theology of the body and the teachings of jp2 and like this is where christopher west is coming from you know like Mm -hmm. this is like the summation of theology of the body the summation of the bible like yeah it's what it's all about in this one in this one little little concept that like can seem very very weird and foreign to us and almost Mm -hmm. shocking and like it's like a wedding ring but yeah i want to because it's like little and insignificant seeming at, at, when you take the whole person in and everything else they're wearing and mm-hmm. doing and living in. But then you're like, but that's like, it's a symbol at the core of their identity, actually. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. <coughs> so, I'm going to go back to. Uh, I want to. Okay, oh, sorry. Excuse my coffee. The word. That's fine. You just got to stop smoking. That's all. Uh, dude, I haven't smoked in a long time. Okay, is that a flex? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, oh, I haven't done this in a long time. I'm like, okay, okay. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that. No, it's probably just, because no, I'm not. I'm just joking. No, I know. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I wasn't so... trying to justify myself. I was just, <laughs> I don't know, being weird. Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> You're not a Lutheran, so there's no justification here, right? Something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go back to the phrase bride of christ so when you first heard that what did you think of that because it definitely sounds weird even in general like i think i like i know what that means but like 
it's just it's for and even from a guy's perspective too like me oh yeah because that's such a funny yeah it's like like, uh you're like no no, you're like being a bride is very feminine Mm -hmm. and like even with my limited knowledge of (laughs) scripture at the time like Mm -hmm. even then like you know i I mean you hear all the bible like what are the things that are described as the bride like the church Mm -hmm. obviously but also um Israel, but also like Israel and Uh the nation of Israel. I mean, the church is, you know, the, the fullness of, I guess like, yeah, I mean like, you know, just as like Christ fulfills the old Testament, I think so too, like the church is the new Israel, the new nation of Israel found in the church. And, uh, yeah, and so like you have this all this imagery, and especially when you get into, um, you know, when you dive into Paul, Paul's letters, and particularly Ephesians five, the one that like, you know, sends all of the kind of nominal Christian Catholics like Sorry, off their knocks them off their rockers, and uh, oh, oh yeah, guest the, uh, guest appearance from. Yeah, and all yeah, that, just as Christ loved the church and then goes in that. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, people in our uh, messed up culture mm-hmm. that has uh, spread into, you know, the life of the church as well, like, read that and they're like, what the heck? Like, what is this passage? I don't like this. I but that wrong. Did I say they don't understand. Well, you did, but I mean, that's but, the same. Know, it's it's in the same part. I mean, that's what makes everyone, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yeah, like but husbands anyway. love your wives as Christ loved the church, mm-hmm, given mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. life, and by, uh, yeah, to to purify the church and all that, and mm-hmm. to yeah, so all that. yeah, just like <laughs> all that, you know, casual. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> the ex- exactly. All that. And I think like we hear all these scenes and, and and yeah, especially as men, you're like, what the heck? Like I'm a yeah. dude. I'm supposed to be masculine. I'm supposed to be the bridegroom someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Not know bride, whether that yeah. exactly like I'm either gonna get married and have a family and have a wife, or like when you're a priest, like you marry the church, mm-hmm. and that also means you know like mm-hmm. you're gonna lay your life down for the church and for your congregation for all the souls that you are given and whatnot mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah when you dive deeper and i think especially when you come to understand marriage yes. better and better and better and like what catholic marriage is mm-hmm. yeah. then i think you come you can come to see more clearly what, what is meant means. by this yeah, exactly. what this means it's the it's the ultimate goal is what it is yeah it is. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate goal. I mean, like, especially, too, if you kind of start getting into the world of theology of the body, um, but even outside of it, like, even you know, the, it, yeah, the more sure. you dive into your spiritual life, like, you hear it all the time, you know, like, only God can fulfill, can fulfill all your desires. Like, only mm-hmm. Christ is able to fulfill all of your desires. And I think mm-hmm. when we first hear that, uh, when we're kind of new in our interior life and, uh, we're like, okay, that makes sense. That's pretty straightforward. Like I just yep. need to turn to God for everything and like, yeah, stop trying to find it in the world and all these things. And yes, that's true. That's and that's true. where we start. But yeah. as you get deeper and deeper, what you begin to see is that like, it's spousal. That's exactly what marriage yeah. is. Like yeah, exactly. when, when, when a man, is, yeah. And that's what, yeah. And that's what marriage is pointing to. And actually that's what mm-hmm. the catechism says. Mm-hmm. We're busting it out because we like to get intellectual on this podcast oh, every now the and ca- then. You're pulling up the catechism? Yeah. I see how it is. Okay. Uh, catechism 16. Just kidding. <laughs> did you just call me a papist? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, 16, I am. I'm right? proud. Yeah. Ooh, got him. Yeah. I, I should, uh, I should get that tattooed on my arm. Nasty, oh my nasty, nasty <laughs> papist. Yeah, so the Lutherans know who to kill when the time comes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Catechism 1617 says, The entire Christian life bears the mark of the spousal love of Christ and the church. Talks about baptism. I'll, uh, I'll just read it all. It yeah, says... Read it all. No, it's really good. And we can go part by part, too. Already baptism, the entry into the people of God is a nuptial mystery. 
It is, so to speak, the nuptial bath which precedes the wedding feast of the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. Christian marriage, in its turn, becomes an efficacious sign, the sacrament of the covenant of Christ in the church. Since it signifies and communicates grace, marriage between baptized persons is a true sacrament of the new covenant. Boom. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, obviously here, what it's saying is that, yes, like, Christian marriage very distinctly shows, it's like very distinctly a sign of Christ's love for the church. That's, a, yeah, okay. But at the very beginning, it starts by just saying, like, the whole Christian life bears the spousal mark. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Because we need, if we really want to unlock our life, mm -hmm. <laughs> the plan of our life, if we, if we really want to unlock, like, what our relationship with God is supposed to be and how mm -hmm. to bring that to its, like, I guess, to its, like, maximum fullness on this earth, because mm -hmm. it'll only be perfectly fulfilled in heaven in heaven yep. mm. oh gosh just <laughs> well, like I, I just... take that freaking take that to your holy hour and just like rest in that for a I little think... bit and just let yourself be destroyed but uh what does that look like on this earth before we get to that because yeah we're just talking about a whole bunch of like we're talking about a whole bunch of great stuff like actually like earth shattering mind-blowing tremendous stuff yeah but just, I guess because we're just so unused to it and how we're raised to learn the catechism and stuff like that, we just don't see well, and the how we're raised, of it. Yeah, and how because we're like, raised to learn, like how we're raised to experience, I think, our prayer life too mm -hmm. in many no, ways. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very um, analytical-esque, I guess. Yeah, if you, if you don't get directed onto this path, like mm -hmm. you may almost, you might not, not even experience it <laughs> encounter it academicized? i don't know yeah maybe academicized for lack of a better term um it's like it's made to be like a class because like okay so i'll go back to well, number 16 17 right okay yeah okay so we can read this it would be like first of all there's like when you go into the bias of when you go into the catechism i feel like there could be a potential bias for the mind to be like oh it's the catechism it's gonna it's a rule book right mm -hmm. uh and that's that is i mean there's it's true it shows rules right um, yeah and it explains them but also at the same time not not like it's a doing either or but at the same time um it's very rich and poetic and it's very like this this one 16 17 in, in particular i feel like it's like actually kind of romantic even yeah because i want to read it again so the entire christian life bears the mark of the spells of love of christ and the church okay and so if you just like focus every like focus on the words like the entire christian life so like like every aspect of the christian life is supposed to bear the mark of the spells of love of christ in the church so every part every aspect of the christian life so it's the sacraments the going to mass prayers everything right bears is or is in and you know expresses this idea of like spousal love of jesus and the church and the church like when it's individualized if that's you right mm -hmm. so like that's interesting for one thing because that's like saying it's like it's all the time and then but now here's the more romantic part at least in my opinion is that already baptism the entry into the wait let me read this right yeah already baptism the entry into the people of god is a nuptial mystery it is so to speak the nuptial bath and i'm like which precedes the wedding feast with the eucharist which is like damn that's cool it's like so your baptism is like you getting ready to get married, and then the marriage is the Eucharist. Uh huh. And then when you just read that, and you're like, "That's pretty lit." I don't know, because I don't know. I think also in today's society, we don't have a lot of like symbolism anymore. We're just like yeah. we like toss it away and like oh whatever, that's some old arcane stuff. But then but then that's when we that's when we watch, then we watch Lord of the Rings. We're like, damn, that's so cool. But that's what we want it because that's what we're made for to an extent. Exactly. And so. Because the world is full of signs of God's creation, mm -hmm. so it's, like it's all going to point to Him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what symbolism is. When something is symbolic, it points to something else. And it's just this. And I think that second sentence, the one about baptism, uh, is a is a nuptial bath which precedes the wedding feast of the Eucharist. I think that's the primary, in my opinion, that's the primary sentence in this paragraph. Yeah. Because it says precedes the wedding feast of the Eucharist, and that's that's the high point. 
of this, as it says elsewhere in the Catechism, like it's the source and summit of Christian life, the Eucharist. Right? It, it does say yeah. that, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's what the Eucharist, that's so, what the, the Eucharist, that's what the Catechism this, says. Yeah. When I read this, um, it just reminds me of like, the theme throughout the Bible of like the wedding feast is going to happen and it's like late at night and you don't know when it's going to happen so you better be ready and like everyone's like everyone tries to use it as a scare tactic but it's actually a pretty beautiful thing to be like waiting eagerly for the, the call to come and that just reminds me of like uh, 12 o'clock Easter Mass or like you know vigil Easter Vigil Mass yeah and it's like it's just so cool and it's just the anticipation and everything like that and it's just yeah. really rich well, it's, and, I mean, and that's what all the saints lived for like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of the saints through their virtues showed this anticipation mm-hmm. that like mm, through their virtues yep exactly that's through their virtues that's how you show this love like you can see virtue of patience or there's a good one you can see the virtue of temperance as like uh, how to be like it's how to be a teetotaler right and how to like yeah. drink alcohol no it's about gaining like the wisdom to know how to I don't know. It's like it's like the stay sober and alert part of the Bible. Yeah. And and then, and why? Because the devil's prowling around looking to see. But I mean, that's one thing. But stay sober and alert because if you if you don't, then you're gonna miss the call to the wedding feast. And that's exactly. Stuff. And that's the yeah. thing. You're, you're gonna be out of oil in the night, and it's actually pretty badass too. So you know, talk about bride of Christ being a feminine thing, but like the masculine part about it is like the is like staying alert and like keeping watch because yeah. there's creepy shit out there and it's gonna eat you if you don't. And yeah. you have an obligation as how we imitate Christ also to protect and to defend against that so that we can all make it to the wedding feast. Exactly. Which be lit. The entire the entire point of like if you look back, like I just said with the theme of like the wedding feast, which and like waiting in the night for the call or whatever. Um, whether it's like to stand guard or, or to go to go uh, to the wedding. It's always like and that's a, that's just a big theme in the Bible, I just realized. And like which goes to show that the entire Bible is about this wedding feast because, like you said, we're made to be the bride of Christ, and so we're made to be in, that's the ultimate relationship. And then yeah. I, I keep trying to get to it, and I don't. That's on my, that's on me. The next sentence, which is the Christian marriage in in its turn becomes a sign, the sacrament of the con, uh, covenant of Christ and the church. And that sentence is supporting the previous one, actually, because it's saying that the Christian marriage, so the, you know, the, between the man and the woman, is a sign of, and it's, it's still a sacrament, of course, but it's a sign, it points towards the Eucharistic wedding feast that we get to partake in with Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, that's cool. And then and then also, the, the priesthood also imitates that, but it's between them and the church, and they're, it's a little bit different. But mm-hmm. it's also still kind of the same, too. Yeah, well, and I don't know. I mean, the priesthood, like, is more directly involved in it because mm-hmm. they literally like the the priest becomes mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in in like that act of mm-hmm. yeah in persona Christi yeah in in like the consecration of the wedding feast like mm-hmm. oh, interesting oh gosh. yeah that is pretty cool so. So yeah, don't don't be hating on being a priest so soon. I guess uh, for uh, those out there who <laughs> hate on being a priest so soon. Yeah, if you hate on being a priest because out, you just want to be married and want to experience marriage, well, guess <laughs> what? The priesthood also experiences marriage. And no, that... honestly, though, no. Okay, let me tell you. Yeah. I still remember to this day mm-hmm. when I think it was at SLS 2018. Okay. Yeah, it was. Chicago, it was at right? SLS 2018 in Chicago, and I ran into the Norbertines, who, uh, although I don't know any of them personally, uh, the Norbertines are out here in Orange County, and they're awesome. And I was talking to one of uh, one of the the fratres, the fratres, uh, because you know they're cool, and so mm-hmm. instead of saying brother, they say frater. Oh, really? Interesting. Uh, yeah, well, all the Norbertines, Norbertines are, like, they're canons. So, oh, even okay. though it's, like, I mean, very much there's, not a monastic, but there's a communal aspect. Like, yep. they live in community, they do things almost very similar to, monastic you know, stuff. a bunch of the different monastic orders. Mm-hmm. But they're not monks, they're canons. So, all the Norbertines are, 
you enter the the Norbertine order to become a priest. Mm-hmm. And you still get to live in that communal life, though, that, like, many experience in the monastic life. But, mm-hmm. anyways, um, I ran into one of the fraters and was talking to him and telling him, I was like, oh my goodness, like, it's so great to see you out here, like, blah, blah, blah. And we're getting a conversation, and he had asked me, like, at the time, so this is, like, yeah, three and a half years ago and yeah he starts asking me like about my discernment and all that and whatnot because i was basically gushing about the norbertines <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was like he's like well have you thought about like joining or like coming to a come and see or anything because mm-hmm. he's you know there for recruiting and yep. all that because you know catholic call catholic conference of college students there's gonna be a, a lot of young catholic men mm-hmm. who are you single. know, probably beginning to and single and <laughs> beginning to discern their vocation. So yeah, and all they, that, but, really um, <laughs> actually something he said again, ugh, these small moments that you just yeah, have in conversations, real. you never know how long they, how, like how impactful they'll yeah, be no, until right. later. Um, and so he's like asking me about this and, and my discernment, my vocation, everything. And like, uh, yeah. So he's asking me about that. And at, you know, at that time, like I, <sighs> Was this 2018 or was that before? It no, was, it was, it was yeah. I think no, no, no. I was. I, I, I think it was at Chicago. It wasn't it was, in San yeah. Antonio. Um, and, uh, yeah, he... <laughs> I basically told him, I was like, well, like, I don't know, like, I think I'm called to marriage, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. he, like, says this kind of, like, jokingly in a funny way, but also very serious. And he says to me, well, we're all called to marriage. Ooh, and, and that's it right there. He did it. Yeah, he, oh, and he, he did it. it. He said the thing. He said it, and like that stuck the with thing. me. That's so cool. He stuck with me. Yes, that stuck and with me. Like it. what he said stuck with me, and I like brought that into my discernment, and like mm-hmm. still to this day, even though like I I don't know, I have no idea where the Lord's calling me vocationally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but like about? I still like I think very much in the same way um, of how I've come to understand that like a man's vocation isn't so much about, I mean, like, okay, the way you figure it out, yes, is to discern, mm-hmm. am I called to the priesthood or am I called to marriage? Mm-hmm. But I think too often we leave it at that. Like yes. we think that, oh, my vocation is either marriage or the priesthood. And we, we think, think it's two separate things. However, okay. as a man, what's our main vocation? Our main vocation is fatherhood because of oh, the saying, nature yes. of our masculinity. And yeah. so like in the same way I think like I've have I've like come to understand that in the mm-hmm. past couple of years and like in the same way too though that like we have to come to realize that we're all called to marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the the particular way in which God wants us to enter into the marriage vows oh so so you're okay because this is a really good thing that the norbertine monk said or priest or father or pro, brother um, frater. Frater. <laughs> i'm like which one is it okay uh so he <laughs> said he said we're all called marriage right yeah and so you're reading this which is fine i think it's correct um as like so that means either the marriage of you know man and woman spouse spousal marriage or yep. um the marriage of the priesthood, I guess you could say, quote unquote marriage. Yeah, or or like, or religious life, or if we really get deep mm-hmm. into what into our topic here, like yeah, exactly, just like in our everyday life, we are called to marriage. And that's it. Though. That's the ultimate marriage, though, is the uh, which is what you're made for, the source and summit of Christian life, the Eucharist. Exactly, it's that, it's that uh, literally, literally bodily union with Jesus Christ. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, actually. Otherwise, and I think, if it's not, then you're denying the Eucharist. Exactly. And that's what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, when, just like the more we can understand that and come to experience it, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. The more we just understand this concept, like, the deeper our relationship is going to be with God. Like, and the, more, the closer, the more we're going to actually be able to understand what it means to let all of our be desires be fulfilled by God. Yes. Because it's done in a spousal way. Like, 
Like, think of, okay, like... Like a proposal? Uh, no, not like a proposal. Like, think about it, like, okay, you have a married couple, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. How, like, they physically give of themselves to each other in a complete and total way mm-hmm. every time they, you know, consummate their wedding vows. Okay, yeah. And, but like, yeah. Where does that consummation occur in the spiritual life? It occurs in the Eucharist. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And so, like, so so in the, in the same way, like, when yes, okay, when a when a man when a husband and a wife like partake in the marital act, mm-hmm. and like they give of themselves completely and fully, mm-hmm. which I think is easier for us to understand. That's when, but when they that's when, when is they sign of when they give yes. of themselves completely and fully to each other mm-hmm. in a very physical way, mm-hmm. but also like spiritually they're united and emotionally they're united. Like mm-hmm. that is just a sign of the mm-hmm. consummation of our union with Christ in the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that happens every single time that we receive him in the Eucharist. That's what's a big deal. <laughs> That's why it's such a big deal. And it's so great, too. <laughs> That's why it's such a big deal. <laughs> um, oh, what did you say that was really good? You said a lot that was really good, first of all. But like, there's something in particular. Um, oh, yeah, it's right. How, like, because that's the thing, though, is that, and if you read TOB, I think John Paul II mentions it several times, like plenty of times, actually, yeah. um, is that, and you can find it elsewhere as well, but um, that, you know, the spousal marriage is... Uh, an image or like an icon. I think I use that. I've heard that term before. It's like an icon. So I think like, you know, Byzantine icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, like an icon of the, of the relationship between us and God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And so I think that's pretty cool. Um, and there we go. No, I was kidding. Um, no, that's actually because yeah. No, it's so true. That's and that's so important with- too. I mean, like, and I think too, it's like important to talk about, like, well, what is an icon in the first place? Like, you can get you can get into iconography and talk about the particulars of it, and like mm-hmm. how you know they literally they say that like like you don't create an icon, you don't you paint an icon, yeah, you... you pray an icon. Oh, okay. But like, f- first and foremost, an icon is a representation of not just not even just a representation, like it's like a f- physical uh manifestation of something so like if you have Mm -hmm. an icon of the virgin mary Mm -hmm. like that physically represents the virgin mary not just like a representation of no like a true representation like and it's as if the virgin mary is in front of you Mm -hmm. yeah at least yeah that's how it's not just a painting, not just like, yeah, it's not a, painting, it's not like a picture. Art art. Yeah. No, it's like as if the Blessed Mother is in front of you. That's mm-hmm. what an icon is. Like as if this saint was in front of you, as if God himself mm-hmm. is in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so like when we say like, when we speak of icons, like that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Like when we say the human person is an icon of God, mm-hmm. like it's as God yeah. is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think and, it's important to like to to kind of flesh that out a little bit. No, that's good. No, a hundred percent. And that, like you said, um, the, that's so cool. The, the human person is an icon of God because that just shows you how you should treat other human people as well, mm-hmm. like in general. And then also the idea of like the um, spousal marriage being an icon of our relationship with Jesus Christ, our relationship with God. That should show you how, first of all. Not not how secondary marriage is, but what marriage is pointing towards, and how important that what what it points towards is important. How important yeah. that is, yeah, yeah. And then okay, but yeah. So what you said earlier about how the in the marriage in the marital the nuptial union act the nuptial mm-hmm. act um, the they're not just doing it bodily, but they're also doing it spiritually and emotionally, right? Yeah, that's cool because. Oh, that's right. That's because you have to give your all, right? You have to give totally exactly. and completely. And if we're going to say that marriage is an icon of, or marriage is a, is point points towards our relationship with God, then we also have to give 
totally spiritually and emotionally with God. Yeah. And so that means not just doing the steps like going to, con- I mean, yeah, go to confession at least once a month, go to, you know, or whatever, legally, I think it's once a year or whatever, but you see where I'm at, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, go to, go to confession frequently. You know, don't, you know, obey the Ten Commandments, do the sacraments, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Go to Mass every Sunday. Um, and like, that's like the physical signs, which you do want and you should do and should yeah. do frequently and you should enjoy them and they should be, you know what I'm saying? You should look, to, you should desire them and look towards them, but also, and also to it, and this, you know, they all, it all ties in. So if you want that to happen, then you also have to put your entire heart and emotions into it. You can't be holding back from God. Exactly. You can't be scared of like giving him your sins or not even just your sins. Everyone's always on the sin thing, oh, sin, sin, sin. And it's true. Yeah, you should be, and you should be open with them to God, not just like bread before confession, but maybe also in prayer, maybe also before mass, maybe like, you know what I'm saying? Like give it, give everything um, mm-hmm. of, of that. But then also just of like your desires and of like the things you're interested in and just like, just totally and completely. Cause yeah, that's what we're called to do. <laughs> that's yeah. the marriage. That's the marriage. Exactly. Like if that's what you're supposed to do in marriage with your mm-hmm. spouse, how much so are you, how much more so are you supposed to do that with God? Mm-hmm. And, um, are you turning a book? I, yeah, I'm trying to find, uh, I, unfortunately I can't remember the number, but there's another section in the catechism on prayer. Let's see. Um, but basically like what it talks about is before we can, Uh, basic, uh, basically, like, You're good. oh, wait, 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 oh, am I getting near? I don't know. Ba- there's, there's a point where it says that the only way we can really enter into prayer, mm-hmm. um, in the fullness sense, or in the fullest sense, is mm-hmm. by like letting our, letting our masks fall away. Yeah, exactly, and that's the same thing in a marriage. You can't date someone. You can't. Well, yeah, let's just start with that. You can't date someone who's being a fake. And then you yeah. can't be married. You literally, like, you literally, like, literally, it's not even an actual marriage if you're dating someone who's lying to you. Because then that's an annul- then that, then it's, uh, grounds for an annulment. Because yeah, there's no well, total full... Well, that, like, like, that, I think, like, in the, in maybe a surface level sense, but even deeper, yeah. like... No, because it doesn't work. Like, we, we can't be, we can't be afraid of our brokenness, like... Mm-hmm. We have to open up our brokenness, our wounds, everything to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's like the only way that we are ever going to experience this. The healing, the healing, uh, the healing that we need. The healing that we need. It's the only way and that we can allow, like, it's the only way that we can allow the bridegroom to really love us like he wants us to love us like he wants to mm-hmm. that's how you become yeah, exactly. the bride like you open yourself up to the gift of mm-hmm. the bridegroom and that's and by doing that you're giving yourself as a gift which again points back to marriage or rather marriage is pointing towards this by, yeah. by doing that which is cool because yeah. it's like you know free and self gift of self exactly directions exactly and this is like this is the <laughs> this is the full like this is what we're supposed to experience like when we hear people talk about giving themselves fully to God like surrendering everything to God like letting God fulfill your deepest desires like this mm-hmm. is what it looks like this is what it is it's not just like some scientific thing or like some mathematical equation yeah of, like, exactly or like a- everything adds up and then it's not, my it's desires not are fulfilled. This isn't magic. You don't. Yeah, you know, and it's not. Church, and it's like. And, and I think. Yeah, and and I think another thing I wanted to say earlier, but that is still like I can still bring up now is that mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of people can go really far in the spiritual life mm-hmm. with the understanding of like God as Father, um, of like Christ as Redeemer, and all of those things, mm-hmm. because those are all true. Mm-hmm. And we can have wonderful experiences, a wonderful journey with the Lord with that. Okay. But if we really, really want to come to understand in a deeper way, we need to understand 
the this element this facet of the christian life well we need to understand what the catechism says that the the christian life is marked by the spousal union hmm. and until until we do we're not going to be tapping into as many riches as are actually available to us on this earth mm-hmm. yeah It's like not being married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of earlier um, that we were talking about. Uh, oh, I guess we're just talking about what we're talking about, actually. This is like this general. Uh, oh, kind of like along the lines of vocation, right? I think yeah. a lot of people see marriage or being a priest as the ultimate goal. And like, yes, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm not trying to like denounce or degrade or lower the value of everything, anything. Oh yeah. Because of the whole, uh, like the religious life is a higher, well, no, 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 no. It's no. like objectively a higher calling. Oh, not that at all. No, 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 that's no. not what I you're mean, talking about. That's, oh, okay. that's, that's a, that's a, that's a different can of worms. <laughs> it is. That's a different, that can be a completely different episode. <laughs> it really can. But, um, yeah. but no, so like just the idea of like the priesthood or marriage being because people this is the thing so you have to have the perspective of like of like normal person right which is yeah. all of us to an extent or at some point or if not currently um which is probably the case but anyway um so we if if we're caught up in the mindset or the idea that we have to obtain the, the physical without putting in any work of like the spiritual or the emotional yeah then we miss the mark and i think we've kind of gone over that but i want to be a little more specific and say we miss the mark when we make the goal marriage or the priesthood which is weird which is weird to say because they do point and they even if you even if you're not thinking about like having a relationship with god right and you know being the bride of christ um and those sacraments still fall short post well those sacraments will what is it um point you towards that but That's that's just the thing that they're still pointing you towards that. They're not the ultimate goal. They're the vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Not the destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a matter of discerning which vehicle God wants you to take to Him. Exactly. And there, but that's the thing. The road the road is the same. It doesn't yep. it, like the road. You no, know, the road is the same. It's all going to baby Jesus. Okay. It's <laughs> the thing is is that which car does He want you to take? Yeah. So, I don't know. Because I don't, yeah, I just think that people are like, we, and it's true, we all get, for whatever reason, whether it's like social society or just not, I don't know, whatever it is. I, actually, yeah, so in today's society, I feel like we're all hell-bent on, on dating and relationship. And for the Catholic person, I feel like that's, I mean, that means that they have to get married AASAP. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not. And I think so. Not yeah, bad. because because like, be we've marriage and you can get married. We've and up, on that, yeah, but. we've propped up marriage as we've idealized marriage too much. We've we, idealized we've idealized vocation too much because, like you, like we've said, like it's become too much about marriage versus priesthood or mm-hmm. religious life or whatever. When yeah. really, like, that's not, not that's not the primary question we should be asking. Because that doesn't help us. That just helps you know what car you're getting in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help but you know important. how to drive the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, <laughs> or like, or like, how you're gonna get there. You know, mm-hmm. I think like, if honestly, it's something that's helped me so much. But and I'm, I don't know. I'm no spiritual director, no spiritual <laughs> expert. Yeah. But I mean, come on. Like, if you're gonna under, if you're gonna come to understand. <laughs> Like, if if you want to know how to better discern, mm-hmm. like, come to understand what you're called to in the first place. Like, oh, like overall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that exactly. is, yes. first and foremost, marriage. Mm-hmm. We're all called to marriage. And mm-hmm. then every man is called to fatherhood. Mm-hmm. And every woman is called to motherhood. Mm-hmm. Because... And we're all called to be saints. Because we are, we are masculine and we are feminine. Mm-hmm. Male and female, he created them. Like... Mm-hmm, it's really good. And so, so we're either called to fatherhood because that's what 
that's what man was created for mm-hmm. or we're called to motherhood because that's what woman was created for mm-hmm. and, then, and then all that and it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with yeah it has exactly like it has no, and it has nothing to do yeah. with uh physical children it has nothing to do with has nothing to do with uh wedding rings <laughs> and like having oh, having a like the number of children, like i want to have two and a half kids or whatever or like i want to no, have a nice ring no i just here. mean that like like oh in order for me to experience motherhood or in order, in order for me to experience oh. fatherhood i have to have biological children like i see what you're i think i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. be careful dude you gotta be you gotta be but i see i do see what you're saying yeah it's not about um it's about in this case in this case it's about the destination exactly <laughs> and sometimes it is about the journey or the journey is important and in some cases i don't know well that's a weird journey prepares us for the destination, the destination. yeah so that's a good way to put it yeah we're getting like vocational book, now. you know yeah that's a little bit on the poetic side or yeah you know, a little like woo side but anyway um you said something good again and i'm like what was it talking about marriage uh, man, wife, man, woman. Darn it! Sorry, you go. You can go on. Um, <laughs> my apologies. No, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, marriage though. We're all called to it, and mm-hmm. it's con- it's consummated in the Eucharist when we receive the Eucharist in that great mm-hmm. sacrament. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you experience that? Well, your disposition. Every single time you present yourself to receive communion, you should be thinking about how you're about to be united with Christ. Yes. That's it. Yes. And in that moment, that. in that moment, during the mass, like during the mass when the priest is consecrating mm-hmm. the host and mm-hmm. he, when he's consecrating the bread into the body mm-hmm. of Christ mm-hmm. and he's consecrating the wine into the precious blood like what are we thinking about in that moment like are we it's like this is a very intimate moment are we like literally god just became physically present in front of us jesus christ our bridegroom is Mm -hmm. right in front of us Mm -hmm. and where is he he's he's on the altar the altar is the marriage bed Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. marriage that Mm -hmm. is about to partake and then Mm -hmm. and and then of course like the consummation happens when we receive and so Mm -hmm. like how do you experience this contemplating Mm -hmm. these things by actually praying during the mass not only praying the mass but like during especially during the prayers of consecration like just coming instead of just sitting there and listening to what the priest says and Mm-hmm. letting it go through one year and out the other mm-hmm. instead of just sitting there and you know i mean yeah distractions happen yeah but like but. instead of just letting ourselves be distracted mm-hmm. like bring bring all your crap mm-hmm. all your crap yeah into that moment because mm-hmm. aside from you know spending time in front of the blessed sacrament Mm-hmm. in adoration this is arguably i would say i don't know i have no theological backing for this i have no backing whatsoever for this, this is like but an experience backing though like you know what i'm saying I, this is just i don't know some sort of logic from my brain but <laughs> okay okay but sorry go on because of what is happening in the mass in this moment literally well i guess literally what the catechism says the source and summit of the Christian life, mm-hmm. the point that's occurring right here. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest moment that you will ever have mm-hmm. in any moment in time to let Jesus fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your holy hours, yes, the Lord works through those. He does yeah, great things in that. He does great things in conversations we have with people in the experience we have in our life but is there really a greater time to bring all of our stuff to let ourselves be truly united to let of all of our desires mm-hmm. in our heart to bring them forth to the lord and let them be fulfilled than in this moment mm-hmm. yeah that's the, re- the it's that moment that we go to confession for 
Exactly. You know, that's that's interesting. It's that moment that we do baptism for. It's that to moment be cleansed. We have for. Yeah. So that we are pure and we can show up to that consummation with that purity. And that total self gift. Gift of self. Yeah. Nice. But think about that next time you go to mass. I think, like, as you're walking up, pretend like you are quite literally a bride walking up to the (laughs) altar. (laughs) Or like, maybe. uh (laughs) Yeah, actually, though, it's a wedding feast. That's really what it actually is. And prepare. Yeah. Something that helped me or helps me realize this. Um. Is German actually <laughs> like the language? Um, uh-huh. Okay, so you know the wedding at Cana, right? Yeah. So in German, the, the word for wedding is uh, to, to translate. It, I won't say it, or I can say it. It's Hochzeit. Uh, and so what that means is it means it's the high time. Uh huh. And so the wedding is the high time. And it's like yeah. that's, the, that's the pinnacle of the yeah. point. It's like that's the that's the that's the main theme of the day is the wedding, right? And yeah. Like, when you go to a mass, and if it's well done, you can even it's more obvious that like the the mass is the high point of the day, and then on top of that, the Eucharist and you know the uh, transubstantiation. The elevation uh, is the highest yeah, point. Yeah, it literally is. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Exactly, it's the high it's the high point of the day. Yeah. And you're invited. That's what you're called for. That's what you're made for. And so it's like, yeah. wait, this is it. It's the and then when you that go, this is the way I'm made for. And then when you go to receive the second high point. <laughs> is when and especially if you go to yeah just like a really awesome mass with awesome priests mm-hmm. like every time they always raise it up right before you receive oh see exactly and that's just it all points to the fact to the fact that that's what we're made for yeah and yeah thank you German for uh, doing that saying something that's not scary for once I guess <laughs> danke schön <laughs> But yeah, that I don't know. For me, that's helped definitely. Is like this idea of like this is the this is the high point and this is the wedding feast and yeah. Just once you see that, you're able to get more into it. Um, and just like if you if you can give yourself fully in that moment mm-hmm. and experience that, it's just, it's unreal. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I like. I think this. Yeah, it's just been. This whole thing, you know, coming to understand this over the past four years has been quite the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, now more than ever, like, I understand it more fully than ever before. Nice. And, I I mean, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I haven't, like, shed tears <laughs> in the past, like, month and a half going oh, to mass. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well. Because nice. of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that actually. Yeah, because it's it's so beautiful. It's what you're made for. Holy crap! It's like yeah, wow. And when you realize that, and you just realize, like Jesus Christ's gift of self to you, and just it, it all fits, and like yeah. not just like the symbolism of the mass. I mean, obviously that yeah. fits, right? But then just like it fits in your life too, which is interesting. This entire mm-hmm. this entire thing, like even the Old Testament and how it leads up to the New Testament and how it's fulfilled, and how that just in a way, and that's a long story that I don't have time for, will fit in your personal life. Like, what? It's like we're made for this or something like that. I don't know. Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's just tears of joy. Mm -hmm. Tears of joy. Mm -hmm. So many. So go to confession and go to mass. (laughs) And And go often. Yeah, exactly. Go often. uh, Make the effort. Don't don't guilt trip yourself. Don't try to, don't think that it's like a, a magic trick. I mean, even, and, you know, it, we say that marriage is a, is a symbol of, or points to uh, the eternal marriage. I'll put it in this case, it, you know, normal marriage isn't always, you know, fantastic and awesome. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you stop. Yeah. So you, you still keep going. And then when you get out of that low point and then it's like even greater or it's just, you know, that when you come out of that, that joy is like, wow. And it's, keep surrendering. Thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Keep surrendering to God. Keep opening your heart up to God. Because, like we said, like the bride opens herself up to the gift of the bridegroom, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. why, like, that's the imagery. That's how we're created. 
physically, mm-hmm. but also that's like how we're created spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like we receive the gift from the bridegroom and we need to open our hearts completely to Christ. Mm-hmm. Especially in that most intimate moment when mm-hmm. we receive the Eucharist. And just continually keep breaking, keep just pushing and pushing and pushing through everything to open yourself more and more fully to that gift. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal of the Christian life right there. Cool, huh? Intense. Cool is an understatement. It's literally the, the point of existence. <laughs> the point of human existence. The point of your existence. Yeah. Um, intense. And easier said than done but it's still possible because we're made for it we have to remember that and it must be done because yeah the alternative is literally a tragedy it's a it's a heartbreaking story so yeah have, have the romance don't have the heartbreaking story yeah and if you need more romance in your life and inspiration read the mystics Ooh, which one do you because suggest? Which i don't ones? know any of them have you read any of them no not too many <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to. I'm gonna get there. I just like I, I'm in, I'm out of my reading habit right now. But understandable. I have. I do have uh, Interior oh, Castle and Dark Knight of the Soul and all those. And, Here's one, and I haven't even read it. But the mystics understand this. Like oh, the mystics it? understand this. No, they definitely do. Um, that one book that we you talked about, like a podcast episode number two with Taylor. It's was it Uniformity with God's Will? Is oh yes. I feel like that. Yeah, was the one by. Well, uniformity of God's will. That's very good, I think. For I don't know. It could be. Yeah, maybe I should reread it now with new eyes. Just because it's like that's what, uh, that's what the spouses do in marriage. They uni- they unify their wills. They unify themselves and they unify their wills yeah. so they may achieve the yeah. ultimate goal together. And yeah. So it's if true. you want, you know, that might help. Unif- uniformity with God's will by Saint Alphonsus de Liguori. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Life-changing book, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There's a time where I read that book once a week for like three months straight. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty short book too. So. Because I needed it. <laughs> yeah, it's like eight sections. You read, or it's like seven sections or something mm-hmm. like that. You just like read one, maybe two a day. Mm-hmm. Every day you can read in a week. And it's so powerful and you just keep rereading it and it's great. But uh, I don't know. Look at the man. Bible and the catechism. Look, try to see the romance in it. Read Son of Sons. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Read the Son of Solomon, Son of Sons, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to understand, oh, and if you really want to understand it, get yourself a Dewey Rames version or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Because that, the church, the saints especially, have but the church and through the saints has always held that book as mm-hmm. an image of the Christian life. Mm-hmm. I think I I mean I've read parts of it, but I, I think I see what you're saying. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, so don't let, don't let the devil and the secular world get to you when you're reading it either. But they're like, oh, what yeah. the hell is this? And this is nasty. No, it's not. No, it's beautiful. So, yeah, it's what exactly. you're made for. And then just, yeah, I don't know. Be- become who you are. <laughs> That's, <laughs> Read the Song of Psalms. Read t- Theology of the Body. Take a Theology of the Body class. Mm-hmm. Go to Confession. Go to Eucharist. <laughs> Um, but don't just receive with your heart don't just breath. receive the Eucharist like you do all the time. <laughs> approach no, yeah, be, be approach, with the Eucharist. Approach the marriage bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick. No, you're right though. Exactly. Be be open at Mass with your heart with God. Take that risk to be open with God. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, this is an hour and two minutes and 44 seconds. I think it's going to be a little bit less than that in the final one, but that's okay. That's pretty solid. I think it was. This is very good. Uh, there will be more coming. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do you have any last uh, things to say, Nick? 
Um, I'm gonna finally start uh, contributing to our Instagram page. Oh, nice. Um, That's cool, and writing yeah. things. <laughs> so. <laughs> I yeah, can't. I, I can't too. promise it will be profound or good or anything like that, but what's, it will be what's there. The the, what's the name of the uh, podcast? Nick. Oh, our, our the pod. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what's the name of the Instagram podcast page? that we're currently doing? No, 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 so, the uh, yeah. <laughs> go follow us um, at Nick and Rick Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can also email us mm-hmm. with any questions, concerns, complaints contradictions i'm just kidding don't contradict mm-hmm. us we would not appreciate that don't contradict the church just kidding if Your you need to if you need to fraternally correct us fraternal corrections we will take that mm-hmm. but i don't think we've i don't think we've done anything that no we're has not. required we, that we, yet uh, done the, the big martin luther yet nope yeah Neither i know. intend to so i don't either may a culpa if i do <laughs> accidentally Oopsie, oopsie no. <laughs> uh i don't know if but you yeah. just want to send us a fun email at? Let us know that you listen. Um, you can uh, <laughs> send them to Nick and Rick Podcast at, at gmail dot com. Boom. Cool. Nick and then Rick spelt with I C K, just like Nick for the alliteration. Eric doesn't spell his name Wait. with an I C K. N I C K R I C. That's right. That's how it is. Yeah. My name is E R I C because it's perfect that way. Yes. <laughs> um, also. I'll just say it here right now. I want to do a series on why are you Catholic? And it's just interviewing people about why they're Catholic. And I think I'll get more into that, either writing it out online or uh, in a future podcast. But I definitely want to do that at some point soon. And so if you're interested in telling us, telling the world, potentially, why you're Catholic, uh, please let us know. You can DM in the Instagram or send an email, and we'll set that up. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, but I think that's about all we got. Yep. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the future. Adios, Adios, kids. kids.